Hallelujah. We thank God for tonight as we welcome you all to the gathering before the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, it's always a great pleasure for us to have all of you here, especially our brethren from the branches. It's always a joy to have you around. Pastors, you're welcome. Amen. Um, I strongly believe that we are living in times when if you are not aware of what God intends to do, you would miss a great opportunity that God has set before you. I strongly believe that. And so these are the days when um, you don't need to take matters so light. You must be challenged by God to fit into the body of Christ and function the way you ought to. Praise the Lord. There are too many idleness in the body. Dysfunctional members. And I do not think that God redeemed a people that some are dysfunctional and others are functioning. Now, God wants every one of us to be very functioning to fulfill His Word. Amen. Amen. And so, I really want you to pay attention so we can pray and trust God. We are discovering yesterday we had such a tremendous time in the presence of the Lord at a convocation a prayer warriors convocation and for me what is interesting to me is what God said to us very clearly two different people were giving with a word same word and it's as simple as the force of heaven is ready to come down to assist the earth. But there are no people who will talk to God for the forces to be released. Hallelujah. I hope you understand that. May I tell you that God does not just do things because it will be done. God knows that the world is going bad. He knows very well. But he has also put within the purview of his children that they will be the instruments that he would use to turn things around. And so if the instruments are not ready, God cannot be blamed. We are the ones who have come to the point and we are making it seem as if God, it's your business. It's your business. God is in partnership with us as far as the earth is concerned. He gave us the earth and he told us to rule, replenish, see to it. And we all know that things were going on perfectly 
until we gave it to Satan freely. And when we gave it to Satan, God now has to come and save us. And when he saved us, he now says that you and I had to work to get it correct. So that is why prayer ought to be said. Amen. That is why Jesus taught and said, Let thy kingdom come. As it is being done in heaven, so it should be on the here. Why would Jesus say that? Because he's saying that if you don't ask for help, you cannot get help. So those of us, with all respect, who are lazy in prayer and talking, stop it and wake up and take up the mantle and do business for the Lord. Hallelujah. And so tonight we are not going to be speaking for long, but these days, as I already told you, it's going to be a time of dedication, time of prayer, more. So we are trusting God to share a few things and then we mount up and the rest we spend it in prayer. Um, God has been very gracious to me, had taught me a secret. He said, well, Dennis, I want to tell you, if you want to see a change, pray. And I'm doing that. I want to talk less and I pray more. Praise the Lord. Pray without ceasing. What does it mean? It simply means pray without ceasing. And so that's what we are going to do. And so tonight, we will take the opportunity one more time also to pray. Amen. Father, we are so glad that any time we met... You had a reason to our lives. You had a cause for us. We strongly believe that we have come to a point in our lives when something ought to break. Therefore, we are asking the Lord, please don't restrain your hand. Let that which needs to break forth in our lives, in our ministry, let it break forth. In the name of Jesus, burn every chaff and release unction that will be able to help the generation in which we live. We have come to a point when we see that, Lord, time has been wasted too much and time is not on our side. These days we agree with you that your will ought to be done. Therefore, let thy will be done on earth as it is being done in heaven. Let the forces that are being frustrated, my God, have mercy on us and rekindle that your plan, that the forces will come down. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and bless you for the answered prayer. Amen. Before I go ahead, I must say this because it's a tremendous blessing to my heart. Yesterday when we met at the convocation and the Lord did what he had to do and spoke that word to us, that the forces of heaven are ready. But there are no people to talk to God so that God will let the forces come down. And when we left, there was a strong message, Lord, what is that? What does it mean to let uh, the forces come down? What is it? What is it that, Lord, we need to do? You know, sometimes when spiritual things come forth, you can easily 
take them so light and take them as is one of those prophecies, one of those revelations. And then as typical with us as, as, as human beings, we hear it and then we let it go to sleep. But somehow the thing was quite strong in my heart. And so I, Lord, what is it? What is it? And then immediately I knew by the help of the Holy Spirit, God was demanding that there is nothing that shall be impossible in our time. If only we would do what he has asked us to do. And that strong word that came to me is from Acts chapter 12. I think I want to start with that. That's not what I want to talk about. And, but I just want to share this with everybody who is in this ministry. So that you will wake up and take up the mantle to do what is expected of you. I mean, I want to beg you. I, yesterday I told the prayer warrior, don't be too proud to call yourself a prayer warrior. Because you don't know what it means to be a prayer warrior. I told him. You better start praying. And let the heavens certify you that you are a prayer warrior. Hallelujah. And you see in Acts chapter 12. Let me in the introduction. Let me just share this with you before we come to um, the issue tonight. That is the work uh, for the work of the ministry. In Acts chapter 12 verse 1. Listen to this. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. You want to give me my version or you want to just stay on NIV? Uh, NKV. That's the one I use so because I get it easier this way. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, he put him in a prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the... This is a revelation you shouldn't joke with. I'll come back to it shortly. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly, and his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Get Yourself, tear, um, get yourself um, and tie on your sandals. And so he did, and he said to him, Put your garments and follow me. Put on your garment and follow me. And he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. 
when they were past the first and the second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that led uh, iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord, and they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. Verse eleven. And when Peter came, and when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel. Blessed be God. Now I know for certain. And he has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from the expectations of the Jewish people. We are not going to touch this tonight. There is an expectation of the devil for us. But something can turn it upside down. So when the Lord spoke to us, and I kept asking again, and he said, the forces of heaven are still the same forces that worked for the church. Then I knew that there are special angels that God has prepared in heaven who would come down if only the church did what it's supposed to do. That's why you see in the verse 5, the Bible says, Peter was therefore kept in prison. But constant prayer, constant prayer, what is constant prayer? I hear you say constant prayer is constant prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now you want to give it to me in NIV now. And NLT. NIV, NLT says that. But while Peter was in prison. The church prayed very earnestly. What is earnestly? It's earnestly. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So Peter was kept in prison. But the church was earnestly praying to God for him. I know you have heard this. But may I tell you. God he will never lie. To give us a revelation. To say. The forces of heaven are even frustrated. Because they are ready for action. But the people are not talking to me. So I can command them to come. Hey. We cannot disappoint this generation. We cannot. Do you know that the time has come. I don't want this type of charismatic show of prayer. A time has come when you ought to be soaked so much in prayers that when you are walking, you are praying. When you are sleeping, you are praying. When you are working, you are praying. When you are whatever you are, when you are driving, you are praying. Instead of listening to the bogus radio, it's time to talk to God because endless prayer is needed. Do you notice that this thing happened? When Jesus had come and gone. May I tell you brethren. That Peter would have been killed. Exactly as James was killed. Something turned it upside down. What is it that turned it upside down? Prayer. Hallelujah. Something turned. You know. Those of us who are ashamed. Of praying. May the Lord deliver you tonight to be praying. Those of us who are shame. The time has come when you are walking. Manuri, Shebiri, Mahada, Bankubela, Lebere, Tumbu, Sipelingu, 
guru bahande bere guru sifeli min poro koro pelende paladia sisente yesu maro koro ko bahanda bande sisele kepata you pray your heart because something ought to happen and it will not happen for people who are playing church so many people believe in prayers but they don't pray I've come to that conclusion. God told me, he said, do you think people pray? They believe in prayers, but they don't pray. And if you believe in prayer, you don't pray, you won't get the results. Prayer, endless prayer is endless prayer. Constant prayer is constant prayer. It means it must pray without sin. Hallelujah. We cannot defer, defer. Asante people have a word like that. We cannot defer, defer the matter anymore. Either we are for God or we are for the devil. Is that clear? Hallelujah. Because something ought to break. Something ought to break. As so many of us, we are wearing, wearing ourselves down with foolish things of this world. Let's be committed to Jesus. And find solution to the dying world. Do you know that there are many... I'm, I'm, all of a sudden, I'm discovering that Christians are suffering... Christians are under such oppression. And the Christians need deliverance. And who will help them? And I see it happening. I mean, nothing. I, do, I don't like to talk about these things. Let it just take its course. Why? Because we, the people that God has on earth is His church. May I tell you, the people that God has on the earth it's not the political leaders. It's not the organizations. It is his church. That is what the Lord our God has. And if he is going to do anything, he's going to do it through the church. So the Bible said, Herod had the motivation. The people were very happy. That these Christians who are going up and down, causing trouble, they are preaching here and there. They have turned our city, our cities, the whole cities upside down. When you go to every village, they say Christian. Why? 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 We, are, we don't like it. And Satan was very happy, got his people together. Herod said, is that so? I will do something. I will kill them one by one. Then he called James. When James was caught, the saints of God were saying, you know, James is caught. We don't know what is happening. The next thing, boom, James is killed. Then, all of a sudden, they say, eh? Then the devils, they sent very strong armory. Probably you don't know. May the Spirit of the Lord let you encounter some of these things. Strong armory to Peter's house. Do you know, because the people were so excited, it gave the vim to King Herod. And King Herod decided to send forth something that would scare everybody. And when they went, they simply said, Peter, the king wants you. And the man just got up, surrounded. When he went, he said, you are the people who are preaching. Go to the prison. You God save you. I would have killed you because we are enjoying the unliving bread feast. So, this is why I'm not minding you. But after the feast, Obana. It was at that time that the church woke up and said, Ah, 
James is gone. Peter is about. You see, when Constance prayer started, eh? Endless prayer started. The following day that the man was going to order, the forces of heaven were released. Blessed be Jesus, who is watching his way to perform. The forces of heaven were released. To such an extent that an angel came down. He said, you, you will die. The heavens have been troubled by the saints. The, the saints have given God a cause to dispatch the force. Brethren, I believe with all my heart that if we pray, forces will come down. Many people don't believe in this anymore, but I tell you, the word of God cannot change. Jesus Christ of yesterday, today, and forevermore. If we pray, things will happen. So I just wanted to share this with you. Briefly. So that when we begin to pray, you pray. But let me just come to today. What is on my heart to share with you. It's, it's very simple. Um, you all know it. Ephesians chapter 4. And I want you to feel bad if you are not playing any role in this. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse uh, 7. All the way down to 14. But to each of us, grace was given according to a measure of Christ's gift. Therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captives captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first ascended into lower parts of the earth. He who ascended, uh, he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might feel all things. Hallelujah. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wing of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Amen. Tonight, briefly, we'll share, and as I said, we pray. What I shared with you was just something that the Lord showed to us. So, so tonight we are talking about for the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is very dear to the heart of the Lord. And um, He wants to see it working fully.
dysfunctional body is not what God is interested in. And I want you to take note. If the body is not functioning well, it should bother us. Praise the Lord. The Lord has set in the members of His. We are different kinds of some are hands, some are legs, some are ears, some are eyes, some are waists, some are chests, some are stomach, whatever role. Every one part must work very well. And I think the time has come for us to be made very much aware so that we will begin to seek God and to be playing our roles effectively for the equipping of the saints. In the verse 4 that we read, sorry, verse 7, where we started reading from, listen to what he said, but to each of us, Grace is giving for a moment. To who? To who? It's a palabra. There is no one in the body of Christ who doesn't have something. No one. But to each of us, grace. I'm begging you tonight. If you have not discovered the grace of God upon you with the measure of Christ's gift, with all respect, you are not serious. Can we agree on that? You are not serious. If you knew your role, and I'm talking giftings, if you knew your role, the church of Jesus would have functioned better. And I'm not talking about helping, you know, I'm not talking about Doing things without the spirit, eh? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. But to each of us, grace, the word grace or merited favor is giving according to the measure of Christ's gift. Jesus has given a gift to everyone. Praise the Lord. We don't need to spend time to think about what somebody else is doing. Can you see me? My mouth is talking. My hands are doing what it has to do. Does it bother my leg? My leg is functioning very well, carrying the body. The eye is looking very well, doing his business. Hey, if the body of Christ understood this, brethren, the church will not lack anything.
And the church can be so effective that the world will not be able to contain the church. Hallelujah. Hey. See what God is saying. To each of us. May this thing ring in your heart. What am I? What is my purpose? That I may function effectively to each of us. Thank God that it's so straightforward to each of us. To each of us. That, you know, that should kick you in your stomach, in the belly where the Holy Ghost says to begin to say, Lord, what am I? What am I? You know something? A few things that by His grace I'm discovering. I want to make my ministry so proving that areas that I know God has called me, I am not going to let it lie down either. I will not. Satan must give in. After all, I'm using his cutlass, not my cutlass. And that is what it means. Grace giving according to Christ's measure. If it hadn't been giving, there would have been a problem. What are you? There are some people who are in the body to create problems. There are some people who are in the body to make them dysfunction. There are some people who are in the body to make them backslide. It's a say we are numb so that they will not affect you. In the name of Jesus. That's why prayer is so important now. We have to be cooked, boiled, to such an extent that sin cannot stand in our presence. God means business, eh? brethren, I'm telling you. Certain encounters will show you something. God means business. Put your body down. Let's suppress him and be in action for Jesus. To each of us, grace is given according to the measure of Christ's gift. To each one. Brother, you are not as you think you are. When God appeared to Gideon, send him, hey, mighty man, man of valor, the man said, hey. And that's, there are too many Gideons now in the New Testament church. They didn't believe that they could be used for anything. But I thank my God. By His grace, He is bringing us there. Praise the Lord. You know, you have to be excited. And one of the secrets I can give you is what I told you before we started this. Pray and pray and pray and pray and pray until you see something happening. You never give up. You know something? May I tell you that, brethren, if you have ever been satisfied in your faith, I want to tell you that you are backsliding. Never be satisfied until you see God at work. Hallelujah. When the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith? Shall he find people who are so 
as we call vigilantes. Would he find people that, you know, when God spoke that thing to, the word was so heavy to us yesterday. And I said, Lord, what is this heaven force? Because you see, what is this? He said, the forces, they are ready. But you know, the people who will let the forces descend are not talking to God. Hey. Then, like I said this morning, he brought me the book of Acts chapter 12. And it was so clear that Satan has raged a fight against the church of Jesus. And the forces in heaven were ready. But the forces were never came until James was killed. And then the church became aware that we are going to be going one by one. And they started constant prayer. And then the forces came down. May the forces come down. Hallelujah. So let's be excited about... Listen, brethren, prayer is not difficult. It is only when you start that it becomes a problem. Then you know your, your system is full of food and so many other... But as you keep praying, prayer can become so part of you. You see, God will never let you do anything that He Himself has not aided you to do. I can tell you that. Prayer is not difficult. It's one of the sweetest things you can do. You can pray until your life becomes a praying machine. And when your life becomes a praying machine, the devil finds himself in trouble. Why? Because at that time, at that time, it was said in that scripture, at that time, and immediately, help came. So brethren, let's function. Let's function very well in this body. Let's function. There are so many of us, we are praying and praying and praying all kinds of prayers that are irrelevant. We are praying all kinds of prayers that are for things that are short-lived. Excuse me. Anything that we see with our eye is temporal. Things that are not seen are eternal. So when I'm praying, you see, this is the reason why I like to pray in the spirit. I don't pray for my kobo. My kobo will come by itself. Let's begin to trust God and be heavily minded and be useful for the kingdom of God. Listen, we cannot remain in this generation and allow the devil to kill the body of Christ and destroy. Prayers must be raised. So many are being destroyed. Are we going to sit down? We cannot. Hallelujah. And the verse 8. Therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captives captive and gave gifts to men. And gave gifts to men. Praise the Lord. Men have been given. If you don't know yours, I don't want you to be a lazy Christian by taking it for granted. You must cry to the Lord, what is my function? Am I the hair on the head? Am I the eye on the head? Am I the mouth? Am I the cutlass? Am I the what? May the Lord show that to you. Why are we so comfortable with, with, with the little things that we do and then we brag and say, I've done this. No, no, the body must function 24-7. Do you know that in this place that we are sitting, I must be, I don't talk by heart, eh? because you have to watch carefully and walk with the Spirit. In this 
place that certain there are certain people who have certain unctions that those things must be released. I'm telling you. We are not importing nobody from outside. This body will function correct in the name of Jesus. Because you see, we can import, but it will come with a baggage. And I thank my God. God is doing something. We there we are seeing. We 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 talk about it, we are excited because we know it has started. Except that we, we don't brag too much to spoil the matter. Because when you brag, you spoil the thing. Is that Peter 4, 10? Quickly come, let me show them something. First Peter 4, 10. First, see, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Praise the Lord. Ah, as each one has done what? Let me show you something. Something that we took to it so light. Holy Ghost baptism. I don't know how the Lord does it. When I stand and I present the little I know and I say Holy Ghost baptism is not now that is going to be given to you. Yours is to receive. I don't know how the people understand it. But from Boliga to Wa to Ak Temple even if you are the hardest person who the Holy Spirit they have prayed for you are you don't receive you will receive. Because I see that when you receive the word of God as it is, it works. So if God said to me, as each one has received a gift, the gift is sitting there in you. Today you must identify it. Why is you aiming? Amen. Amen. It's <laughs> congregation member. He's wonderful. Praise the Lord. As each one has received a gift. Have you received a gift? Do you know areas that God can function you and shut, I mean, can, can cause you to function very well? Those of our brethren amongst us who can perceive, who can see. Can I tell you something? Days are coming that you will roll in this giftings and you will be surprised. Only give your heart to prayer. I have no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. I began praying for this church. I said, Lord, we are not going to just fulfill something and just leave. So that when Jesus hadn't come and some of our brethren... The younger ones have grown and they take over. They say, ah, this is what we saw. So we too we stay. No, let us make a mark so that when they want to step into our shoes, 
they will cry to God and say, I need that kind of function. When Elijah was leaving, the Bible said, Elisha said, I need a double portion. So we should be able to set up something for this younger generation to say, if these people did this, we want it two times. Hallelujah. And don't worry, young ones, nobody will sit on you. If they sit on you, come and tell me. Hallelujah. And it doesn't bother me at all. Me, I'm not jealous for anybody's gift. And I'm not worried for who is advancing. I am happy for who is advancing. So then it will also even help me myself. Because you see, it's not everything that I will know. I also need somebody to say, Hey, I see Agabus and the people got together. And then he said, I see your belt, you know. It's yeah, belt tonight. Whose belt is this? Paul said, It's my own. What do you see, Charlie? It's not easy at all. At least it's nice. Functional members. I don't mind at all. Don't look at me as hey, as for Reverend Dennis, I can't go and tell him. Do you know? May I tell you, I love to walk with people who have something to offer me. And so please rise up to be able to tell me something. There are few people who have come boldly and said, I saw this and this and that alone. And then I told them black and white. I said, my spirit bears witness with what you are saying that is from the Lord. Adjustments will be made. Praise the Lord. That's how the body ought to function. See, as each one has received a gift, so minister it. What are you ministering to the people? Gossip? Totobi? Kobe? No. Let's minister the giftings of God. Hallelujah. Let's, let's minister things that will help. I will hold this one. I was going to give you a tremendous testimony. But the Lord said hold it. Let's minister. Let's minister. People need it. He'll be encouraged. You know, some people must stand because of you. Some people shouldn't die before their time because of you. Some people must be delivered because of you. Some people must have understanding to the word of God because of you. Some laziness must give place to real action because of you. What are you in the house for? Do you help to compromise, to collapse? May the Lord deliver us. <sighs> As each of us has received a gift, so minister. Listen to what God says. Do you, do you think that God wants His church to be dysfunctioned? Otherwise, He will not say this. He will never say this. He doesn't want his church to be dysfunctioned. He wants his church to be in action. So as each of us has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. You know, it's not time for you to feel special. It's not time for people to bow before you. It's not time for you to think you are so this. Listen, you have a gift, minister to one another and be a brother. The problem we have is that when people are giving a gift, that's when they change. 
I was spoken to by the Lord a few days ago. And I called a few people that I knew. God showed me something about them. I told them, I said, you know something. What I'm going to tell you is not as if you don't know. You know it. But I'm only raising a caution. I don't want... Today, the reason why the body of Christ is suffering is that somebody gets a little gift and then in the church, he looks here and there, begins to talk to people, then he sets up his ministry. He gets just, he has a little gifting. He sets up a ministry with that little gifting. And then trouble starts. So I told them, I said, guys, Somehow you know what I'm talking about. I want you to know that we are brethren. Let's minister this gift. Develop it into it. Let's just be ordinary brethren. Our, you know something? Our work shouldn't change because we have received unction. And then when we are coming. <laughs> that's nonsense. When they ask you to eat a banku isom. When they ask you to, to, to just be ordinary, be ordinary. Don't try to see because you have a gift. So you, you are like a caterpillar. So I spoke to my folks, my children. I said, I see something. And I want you to know that I will stand by you. Feel free, finishing it. Let's meet, pray. Let's encourage ourselves. Let's develop it in this ministry. Let it grow. So that people will begin to acknowledge God. When people have a gifting, they add all their emotions and everything. Let's not be like that. Let's be children of God. You remember he said, after we have ministered, let us say to ourselves, we are unprofitable servants. After we have done what we have to do to brethren, and they feel so, oh, the way you help me, that's not when you say, yeah, you just say, this is grace, oh, we are unprofitable servants. When we carry that mindset, we will go far. Do you know that there is scarcity of a proper church in our time? Understand this morning mentioned something in church, something the Lord told me many years ago to be watchful of that. He got it in this today, he it came fresh again when we were it didn't even happen in a May church, it happened when we were doing our early morning prayer. When he said that today, if anybody rising up, there's they don't even look at Jesus, they look at their leader. I think I've told, some of you may know. Many years ago, the Lord told me something. He said, I want to chat with you. I want to show you something. And I'm very sure that, even if I did that test with you, you do the same thing. Think about a Chingana in Accra. That is supposedly big. When you think of them, who comes to your mind? Who come your mind? Who said the leader? God bless you. True. Isn't it true? That leader 
leader of the church or Jesus is the leader of the church? Do you know why I don't want a picture on any poster? And I know I'm crazy because I'm not moving with the times. I will move with the Bible. But, you see, oh, but what is if Christ lifted, he would draw all men to himself. He led us in such a strong prayer meeting. There's no faith anymore. No faith. Only people. Only people. Why? Why? Did you die for anybody? And those people, did they die for anybody? They have become ten gods. I, I don't mean no harm. But there are certain things you need to become wise on them. And so what the Lord is going to do for CFCC is that he will raise up prophets, apostles, teachers, pastors, and nobody, evangelists, they will not, nobody will be magnified. Jesus will be magnified. And you know, I, I, I just want to tell you plain and straight. I want to tell you plain and straight, well, I won't miss my words. When we see you growing out of your boundary with pride, we will cut you off. I mean it. I mean, you know, do you know that in this ministry, God is doing some tremendous things? Tremendous things. We don't even talk much about it because we don't want the focus to shift. Tremendous. Most of the time, my mouth is about speaking and I say, hold it. Heavens will say, hold it. Your mouth is too fast. I say, okay, okay, okay. But they will see for themselves and they will give praise to God. So please, as you have received the gift, so minister to one another. Because it's a manifold grace that has come upon us. Praise the Lord. Now, now would you switch over to Ephesians so we can start praying? Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captives, captives, and gave gifts to men. Let's continue. Now, this he ascended. This, I don't want to talk much about it. Let's go to 10. He who ascended is also the one who, um, who, he who descended is also the one who ascended from above all things that he might fill all things. For a minute, let's stay here. He who descended is also the one who ascended. Do you know that everything is all about what Jesus did? Praise the Lord. Where were you when he was going to hell? Where were you when he disarmed Satan in hell and took the keys? Where were you? Have you, have you sat to think about it? What Jesus did? Where were you? We were discussing it, I think, on Thursday. Where were you when he was being tempted? Where were you when he fasted 40 days, hunger, day and night? Where were you? 
When he overcame Satan, where were you? You are only a product of what he has done. And therefore, he must feel all things. Hallelujah. That he might feel all things. What it means to me in simple terms is that everything should be for Jesus. Because he's the one who descended. He's the one who ascended. He's the one who got it all worked out. For us, we are only partakers of what he has done. Blessed be Jesus. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all things. Far above all things. In heaven, that he might feel all things. Praise the Lord. Then he gave some in the next verse. He himself gave some Jesus himself. Now we've talked a bit about everybody must have something. Jesus himself gave some to be apostles. May I tell you that the ministry of apostle has not stopped. Blessed be God. The ministry of an apostle is a man who has encountered the Lord Jesus. Either by revelation, vision. And I know that in this church, one of these days, somebody will be jammed by Jesus. Somebody will be jammed by Jesus. Take this as a prophecy. Somebody will be jammed. He would encounter Jesus and he would have an unusual ministry. But he will be an ordinary brother. How beautiful that day will be. When the brother will come and still listen to the pastor. And when it is his time to function, he functions. And will not usurp and say that, listen, I'm the apostle, so disorganize everything and just put me there. When Philip went to Samaria, you saw the account of the miracles that he was done in his hands. And yet, I observed that they brought Peter and John for the Holy Ghost baptism. I said to the Lord, ah, this man has done some miracles. It's not his business. The Holy Ghost baptism is for the apostles. Hey! Hey! And when they came, they also just smooth. Brethren, we are going somewhere. Amen. You can't stop and you shouldn't backslide. Amen. And may I tell you one last important thing. Don't die before the good days come. Amen. <laughs> you won't say amen to that one. <laughs> no, no, we don't want anybody to die before the good day comes. Don't die. Wait. When you see it, then you can be like, I have seen 
Now I've seen. So Lord, I can depart. But for the time being, we place an injunction by asking the heavens to fulfill that you will live to see the hand of God at work. Hallelujah. You know, you know, you know, I'm so convinced, Pastor Bimpo, I'm so convinced that God is about doing something in this ministry which we will not make noise about it. People will just walk in here and say, eh, but like they said many years ago, why is it that you people, you preach so good like this and you don't go on the TV? We said he hasn't asked us to go on the TV. If God wants, he will work it out. Hallelujah. And of course, if he wants also, he will tell us. And then we'll take a step of faith. Do you know that God is grooming some prophets amongst us? He's grooming them. If you don't know. I'm not talking about the two by two prophets. eh? I'm talking genuine, genuine the Nigerian man will say, genuine. I'm talking that. Hallelujah. Amen. And do you know that mighty evangelists are on their way coming? Amen. Ah. People who will be like Philip. They go, they speak, and God does it. They go, they speak, and the people are saved. They go, they speak, and the people are healed. They are coming. We are not. Listen, brethren, good days are coming. Good days are coming. Good days are coming. And some good teachers of the Word of God. People who the Corinthians will tell you they do not mishandle the Word of God, they do not misrepresent it. They will tell us as it is and teach us, teach it in a manner that you sit and you, you know, I've sat at certain people who are gifted. I've sat and sometimes when they are talking, you are burning inside. You say this NLA, a yesrotu. Why? You didn't hear that? Hallelujah. NLA, a yesrotu, Praise the Lord. I'm not discouraged. And I really don't have time for discouragers. I must announce it to you tonight. I want to work with people who mean business with God. Because the amount of prayer I'm praying, I don't want to waste time on people who get up. It's not time to be pampered. It's time to pray. Let's all get on it. And then God will begin to move. You believe in that? Say a big amen. amen. And then in the verse 12, and we are about coming to pray, I won't be able to go to Corinthians. I won't be able to go to um, 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 Corinthians again. There are two portions in Corinthians, but it's okay. I just want us, because I want us to pray. The Bible says that this portion of the scripture has become so alive to me. He said, for the equipping of the saints. Let me stand there for a moment. For the equipping of the saints. You see, when men are giving with giftings, there is a reason for it. Hallelujah. When men, you see, when he started mentioning apostle, prophet, teacher, pastor, evangelist, all of this, 
They are office occupied positions. But do you know that we get into some of these areas and we magnify ourselves to become too big and the real stuff which is for us to be equipping the saints is not there. Giftings of God are men are not meant for your popularity. Giftings of God are not meant for your arrogance flying up. Giftings of God are not meant for you to become strange. Giftings of God are meant for you to equip the saints. How beautiful it will be for people to begin to catch one on two, sit them down and equip them. They need deliverance. Deliver. I was telling a sister, I said, one of the things I've come to discover is that deliverance is one of the easiest things to do. It's true. It is one of the easiest things to do because I'm doing it. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. There are many people who are, having, are being oppressed by the devil and they don't know it. If you become bold... You will deliver them. Jesus went to preach. That he told them the kingdom of God has come. Preach. Heal. Deliver. So don't think that. It is a preserved action. Every one of us can do it. Amen. For equipping of the saints. May I ask you a simple question? How many people have you affected? How many people have you been a blessing to in terms of equipping them? You know, these things should challenge you. How many people have really benefited from you since the day you got saved until now? How many have you been able to Equip, teach, establish, showing. How many have you done? It means that we have to wake up. Equipping of the saints. You can be a pastor and I can tell you, you will not be equipping. You will be talking something different. The Bible said, you see, let me be honest with you. The fact that you are standing there and everybody is calling you a pastor doesn't mean you are a pastor. Do you know that men can call men pastors? And they don't have no clue about what a pastor is. And that's what we are faced with in our generation. Many people are being called pastors and they have no clue. Once again, I make reference to what he told me. Some people having big churches and they cannot even preach a simple salvation message. That one, Podia, let me call it, we are going to the extremes. I'm coming home. Can you tonight check yourself since you have been walking with the Lord? How many people... Have you equipped or you are equipping? If it doesn't bother you, it must bother you tonight. Hallelujah. 
The giftings of God are not for arrogance. The giftings of God are not for your private exhortation. The giftings of God are not for your name. It is meant for equipping of the saints. Now, another thing for the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry. Meaning that this ministry must be promoted with the giftings of God. For the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. That the church will be very functionable, not malnourished. The church will be very equipped, not sick. Do you know that you can pray for the sick, they'll be healed? Do you know that there are certain people, they can pray and every sickness will go? There are levels. Let's get into business with the Lord. May I tell you that it won't bother me at all if I can have somebody who, when he speaks one Lord, touch him and heal him and everything vamoots. I'll be more than happy. It won't bother me. I won't be jealous to say, Lord, this one, you have to give it to me. I will never be like that. I would love to be in the company of a brother. If I can, I can pray for two people and it works. And then somebody comes and then a mass one, I'm happy. It's okay. Because it's giving according to the measure of faith. But some people try to step other areas. Just find your own ministry and magnify your own office. Hallelujah. Do you think tonight you are ready to pray a prayer to say, Lord, equip me. Lord, stir me up. Lord, grant unto me the giftings that I need for the edification and, and, and for the building and for the equipping of the body. Do you know when, when, when the brother was killed and Peter was also, the, the people mounted up. Let me tell you, those people who were there, no, they all had gifts. Eh? And everybody this time, they put all the ammunitions together. And the heavens were not shut to them because there were too many of these guys who were praying, and some of them, their prayers were like missiles. And then God was saying that, listen, the things that are coming up here, they are so hot that forces must descend. So when we come together in the unity of the faith, to do some of these things, the church is edified. See, that's why in the next verse, he says that, verse 13, the Bible says, the next one, please. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. One of the things that is very crucial, don't be shabby in your mind and in your heart concerning Jesus. I said it to them today at church. You should be too full of Jesus. There's a scripture that says that let him dwell, let the word of God dwell in you richly. We should be so full of Jesus. Every, that one is, is the platform. Everybody, whether you are playing the conquer, you must be full of Jesus. 
So, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, very crucial that everybody becomes full in knowledge of Jesus. Not other things, not different things people are talking about, but the knowledge of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then, to a perfect man means a matured man. To the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. Ah, oh yeah, my. Let's conclude it with the 14 and then we'll pray. That we should no longer. Hey. It's a big problem. This one is a very big problem. When I see people toss to and flow, they don't know what they're about. They are leaving church. They are backsliding. They are giving up. They are weak. They are late. They don't talk Bible. They are half canal. Canality is ruling. Then I say something is wrong. The church is not functioning the way it should be. That we should no longer be children. Nobody is supposed... You see, God got you saved as newborn babes in Christ. But babies grow. Have you seen anybody, a child that we dedicated? Yesterday we did a dedication. The child was crying. And then they put a feeding bottle and the child drank. In no time again, the child was crying again. They put another feeding bottle, he cried, he, he kept quiet. Then I discovered that what he ate was not enough. And it was a boy. As for boys, mm, they suck like nobody's business. So then I said, they have to start add some supplements because that boy, he could eat. And he's already showing that. Amen. But I was watching. I was just watching. Crying, crying for no reason. But do you know that a time is coming and it's very soon. That boy will not be sucking anymore. If that boy continues to suck, the mother will block the factory. Because it's not, not possible. It's not possible. I remember <laughs> we are coming to pray. One of our sons, he really loved the breast milk. And the guy will drink. And the mommy says, it's okay, it's okay. So one day we decided to stop him. We put some kunin on the breast milk. The guy put his mouth there. It was... Then he, then he came back again. By the time we did where the guy has cleared all the bitterness in his mouth and he was, he was in action. Please don't look at Stephen. Stephen hasn't done it. Don't look at Kobe. Don't look at Kobe. <laughs> he cleared his mouth. He drank. So we had to now force the thing by force. Because you see, you've grown. And sometimes hey, he will beat my wife and my wife, you are welcome. You have to eat, use it properly. 
Amen and amen. The women and our sisters, they know what I'm talking about. Especially boys, they never want to stop. If you leave a boy, he will drink. But even that one, there comes a time they don't like the breast milk again. Hallelujah. Listen, God doesn't want us to remain at the breast milk level. He wants us to grow. Amen. Uh, Thank you, Lord Jesus. So that we cannot be tossed to and fro by anything. You know, let me tell you, there are even pastors who are being tossed to and fro. It tells us that they are standing and their foundation is weak. Even pastors. They, they can't decipher. Listen, even we all as pastors, we are being challenged to grow. Amen. By the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plottings, we will not allow ourselves in, to fall into such a thing. Therefore, we are going to pray, cry to God, Lord, open our understanding. Fill us with the Holy Ghost. Equip us. Lord, I don't know my giftings. Please, let it flow tonight. From tonight going, may I become very useful. Oh my God, I have heard your word and I think that I cannot sit down. Why should I sit here until I die? Lord, make me useful. I cannot continue like this to be a child of God. And then every day I'm coming and it's co 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 Lord, please do something. I want to give my contribution to the body of Christ. And I'm not talking about you leading a song. I'm not talking about those type of... Everybody can sing. I'm talking about serious impact in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah! If you teach the choir, so what? We are talking about effective power and something that can help somebody. We are not talking about, you know, if I decide to be a choir master, I will be. So, brethren, I'm, I'm, no, those natural gifts is okay. I'm talking serious matters tonight. I'm talking about things that when you stand to do, there will be witnesses that there is a spirit of God involved. Do you know that you can be talented, but you have nothing to do with the spirit of God? Do you know that? So what we are asking for is the spirit. Can we stand? Badabastagabandoria. Ministry. Bombele betembe sete biri kotumbala testo. Ah, be a prayer man. I tell you, Buru Shende Suri Bahada. Kumenderebelebu Shiado Sika Mahada. Mandala Babiatu Viri Masoboroko Bumbeleti Palike Lengoro Shikiritodo. Todondo Bozumba Le Palika Dikitingindo Gutosu Tamini Katoria. Gwande Fariale Barastanga Muri Himendaya. Yeah, 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 Balendele Baru Sheketo, Kotalie, Kotalie, Kotalia Baduri Masantoyo, 